What's up, family? Thank you for joining me again here. Um, another week of The Waiting Room with your girl, Alante Nicole. Um, I'm actually happy to get back to talk to you guys. Uh, what's been on my heart this week, but I'm not going to hold you. Let's get into it. So, y'all, I've been going back and forth um, for the past couple of days if I was going to even record an episode this week. And part of it, I feel like, has been just straight out of just me not being there mentally. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, full transparency, your girl has been all over the place emotionally. And I think that is healthy. I mean, nobody's on 24 7, 365, and that's perfectly fine. Um, even those of us that like to create, um, that feels like they are born to, to create things and all of that good stuff, um, there are times when we do get burnt out, and there are times when we don't want to be honestly in a space to, well, like where we're not in a space to create, where we just don't, we just don't have it. Like, we just don't have it. And with that, I believe that I am going to make the decision. I know that I said that I was going to um, still probably do these throughout the quarantine. Um, but um, I'm really feeling now, like, I don't know. I'm just going to play it by ear. So I don't want to make any promises to you guys. I'm going to keep doing them week by week. But I know that you know um a couple of you have reached out to me and enjoy it so I just ask that you guys just pray my strength honestly during this time just just keep your girl uplifted in prayer even if it's a couple of sentences (laughs) like that's fine um because I need it but honestly it's like when I'm I don't know what I'm feeling is like a lack of motivation like a sheer lack of motivation and with that lack of motivation everything else is falling like I'm still getting my work done like at my job um 
but I'm not as eager to do it as I used to be. Like I'm getting, I'm not even getting burnt out because it's not exhausting or anything like that. But it's just like, I just have no motivation. Like me getting up in the morning, it's getting harder and harder. And I think that, I just think that's just coming because of the time. And that's just human nature. You know, and I was feeling really bad. Like, why am I losing this motivation? Why why am I feeling so, so, so down? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I feel like I have a loss of hope right now when, I mean, everything is going okay. And I just feel like it's just coming with the time the time that I'm spending at home like I still am getting out you know exercising I try to get outside every single day um as long as it's not raining but even if it's raining like I'll just look out the window or whatever opening the window to have some air but uh, it's been rough it's been rough it's been rough and I'm not gonna lie my prayers have been declining because of how I'm feeling and I know that I have to push through. So, like, after this podcast, after I record this podcast, like, I'm going to go to my room, to my space, and just go in because I know that it's an attack. You know what I'm saying? But I really just wanted to uh, talk to you guys about some stuff that I have been reading in regards to how... Um, how to kind of navigate when you when you lose motivation right how to kind of charge yourself back up right when you um lose some motivation um and I know that there are some people who feel like that you know like I feel like during this time this this stay-at-home order this uh crisis that we're in that we're probably still going to be in for a good while um it's causing us to be in limbo like one moment we feel like we should be, you know, getting all of our, our our desires done, all of our goals, tasks, and all that stuff done. And then on the other hand, we feel like we should take this time to rest. And we're kind of wrestling between the two. And I'm one of those people. Like, some days I'm feeling super, super motivated to get these things done and to be proactive and to learn new things. And the other days I'm like, bro, I just want to sit here watch tv or eat ice cream or just lay here and not do absolutely nothing and but then I'm like I don't want to do that too much because I don't want to feel guilty wasting this time away so it's just like all of these thoughts are just coming in but I feel like that has been contributing you know what I'm saying to like me losing motivation and feeling exhausted and the reason why I say that is because after reading this article um that I'm going to highlight for you guys it kind of makes a, a little sense. So it's a blog. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Life Hacker blog, but they talk about different things. Um, but um, someone wrote into them telling them that they have. Um, somebody wrote into the blogger um, saying that they've been completely, you know, unmotivated to do anything and getting things done. Um, how everything is becoming a mess like in their apartment and stuff and their diet has been bad or whatever um and that she doesn't feel like depressed or all that unhappy just super unmotivated and I think that is important to talk about because for me I think sometimes I equate how I'm feeling with you know feelings of depression when it's uh really 
it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be depression it can just be you know the feelings of just pure unhappiness or not being motivated um and I found that interesting because I think that we throw that word depression around a lot especially when I think it's unfair with those who have been clinically diagnosed with that um I'm not saying that your feelings aren't valid but I'm saying I think that we should be careful of how of what we say and how we identify certain feelings without um actually digesting them completely um so um what they what they said was um they said all of that and um she was just asking like what can she do to recharge herself right um the author kind of broke down like what can kind of kill like your rejection I mean your motivation and one of the things she said was that social rejection can kill your motivation right um she said motivation can be depleted by a number of sources so there was a post in 2012 by David Morani um who is actually the author of the human behavior blog and book um that's called you are not so smart right um he discusses many of these um one study that was in the book though asked a group of students to meet each other and then write down who they like to work with on a piece of paper and the researchers that conducted that study ignored like the students choices and told some that they were chosen others that nobody wanted them so um, it wasn't surprising when they found that the rejected people were unhappy but uh, what's really really interesting and important to note is that how their behavior changed and why so the researchers in there said no one chose you right the researchers in the no one chose you uh, study proposed that since self-regulation is required to be pro-social you expect some sort of reward for regulating your behavior right so in other words Um, What the researchers hypothesize um, is that um, because in order for you to be social, right, you have to have some type of control over your actions, over your behavior, over your reactions and things like that, right? And because you act in a favorable way, you expect uh, to be chosen or you expect to be desirable uh, by others, right? So people in the unwanted group felt that they weren't desirable. They felt ostracized, right? And that, in return, um, reframed how they self-regulated themselves, pretty much. Um, And they thought themselves as being, you know, wasteful or disposable. So it was like, they thought, why should I play by the rules anyway if no one cares, right? So look at how that rejection, and when, when I read that, when I read that um, that article, um, or at least a piece of that part, it kind of made me really think about how, even though, like in the in a sense, we are being socially rejected, and it's not of anything of our doing, but it's because of what's going on around us. So it's like you know, it doesn't, it's not. Um, popular right now even though people are doing it you know me included but it's not popular to get around uh even one person or you know a friend you're used to hanging out with it's not popular to get in groups to meet with your church 
or to meet with your group of friends or to go out to the restaurants or um, to go out to happy hour or go out to the movies or go out to the mall and just enjoy, you know what I'm saying, like other people. So in a sense, we are being socially rejected. And with that, that is kind of playing a, a, a different role in how we regulate ourselves. I'm not saying that we out here acting crazy, but it is changing our behavior, whether we show it or not right so to go back on with the study um they set these people in front of cookies um and of course told them they couldn't you know take the cookie or whatever and then those who felt rejected just to give you guys the ending those who felt rejected um did it anyway and those who didn't feel rejected they abided by the rules whatever so this was just solidifying what they thought anyway um they go on to say that when you get rejected you lose your desire to try because it seems as though nobody would care either way right um they also said that neglecting your physical needs makes it hard to do anything and going back to um when you get rejected you lose your desire to try right because it seems as nobody would care either way and I think that for me I'm kind of battling with well what's the point of me planning things when I don't even know what's going to happen in the next two weeks and I think that is kind of playing a role in how motivated or unmotivated I am when it comes to waking up And that can be dangerous because when you wake up with no hope or when you wake up with these undesirable feelings sometimes because you feel like you feeling more restricted than ever before than ever in your life, it's kind of like, well, what is the point? Because I have no control over anything anyway and, and the world is changing faster than what I, you know, what I would like and what I'm comfortable with and what is the point? And don't get me wrong, like I do wake up and thank God for giving me another opportunity of life, for for breathing life into me, for giving me the opportunity to open my eyes. I do, but I cannot ignore the feelings that I also feel of hopelessness to a certain extent. Not as uh, much as um, towards like suicide or anything like that but really just a a sheer, a general sadness. And I have to fight that so that I can get some stuff done, so I can clean up around the house, so I can talk to people on the phone, so I can, you know, you know, take a shower and do my work or whatever it is that I have to do. I have to fight that. And I think that that's not only a a physical, like not a physical, yeah, physical, uh, carnal thing, but it's also spiritual. And so when I was reading this, um, it kind of made me happy because I do make it a point to get outside. Like if, if I'm running to the store, I'm running to the store or whatever, but I do make it a point to make sure that I shower, make sure that I clean myself up and make sure that I'm getting some physical exercise because they said that neglecting your physical needs make it hard to do anything because so... They say in here that a study um, was done in 2010 and um, they found that um, 
they did the study with I'm trying to read their names okay by Jonathan Level Shai Danzinger and then somebody named Loria at um a few universities they looked at uh, 1,112 judicial rulings over the course of 10 months concerning prisoner paroles right and they found that right after breakfast and lunch your chances of getting parole were at their highest on average the judges granted parole around 60% of prisoners right after the judge had eaten a meal and the rate of the approval crept down after that Right before a meal, the judges granted parole to about 20% of those appearing before them. The less glucose in judges' bodies, the less willing they were to make the active choice of setting a person free and accepting the consequences, that the more likely they were to go with the passive choice of putting the fate of the prisoner off until a future date. I found that completely crazy. Like I found that so interesting that judges were pretty much nicer. Is what they're saying after they ate like their mood change and I think that's important to not only you know listen to what the governor is saying listen to what everybody else you know is the the professionals are telling us to do but also to not neglect our physical needs which is making sure that we're eating making sure we're drinking and hydrating ourselves especially with water and also making sure that we're getting some type of physical exercise getting outside, getting that sunshine, getting that vitamin uh, D or whatever, or C. I can't remember which vitamin it is, sunlight. Don't judge me. But um, getting all of that um, that natural stuff that we already need, not forgetting that, um, plays a huge role in our motivation. And it made me happy because I'm like, okay, okay, well, I'm, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm happy about that. Um, but why do I still have these feelings? Why do I still have these feelings that I'm tired, that I'm exhausted, that I'm drained when I'm actually doing less than I was doing before? So, as I was reading this article, the third point that they made was making too many decisions actually exhausts your brain. So, she went on to say um, that as, as much as we love having options having too many options and therefore decisions can be detrimental to our motivation okay um and the author um actually alludes to uh, an article that was in the new york times by john tenery he actually discussed the problem and he said that decision fatigue helps explain why ordinarily sensible people get angry at colleagues and families Spurge on clothes, buy junk food at the supermarket, and can't resist the dealer's offer to rust-proof their new car. No matter how rational and high-minded you try to be, you can't make decision after decision without paying a biological price. It's different from ordinary physical fatigue. You're not consciously aware of being tired, but you're low on mental energy. The more choices you make throughout the day, the harder each one becomes for your brain and eventually it looks for shortcuts. Y'all, that blew my mind because that is literally what I've been doing. So 
for those of you that know me, you know that like I like to be busy. I like to be I need to always have to do something and because I have a little bit more freedom and a little bit autonomy right now, I try to find different ways to like feel those spaces so that I don't feel like I'm wasting my time. So I have all of these options to do X, Y, and Z. And I am killing my brain. Like I am exhausting myself to the point where I don't do any of them or I try to do something and then I don't end up finishing. I try to make myself a schedule. I try to follow that schedule. And y'all, I can't tell y'all where the schedule at right now. I think I deleted it off my computer. (laughs) Like, real talk. So... In reading that, I had to do some self-reflection. I was like, okay, Alante, just stop. Just stop. It's okay if you don't do something every single day. It's okay to do one thing a week if that's the case, right? Get the top priority things done. Get your work done. Get your exercise in. Get you some food. Get you something to drink. And then, you know, do your studying. Do your reading of the Bible. Prayer. And then move on. And then figure it out from there. And so, I really just had to take a deep breath, y'all. And just be like, okay. You don't have to make a decision right now. You don't have to make a decision after decision after decision on all of these different things that you can you can do throughout, you know, this quarantine or stay-at-home order, right? You don't have to have it planned out. So that gave me some type of, of relief. Um, so the author ended this article um you know, just giving us some tips on how to regain your motivation. I want to share that with you guys uh, now. So uh, they said that regaining your motivation involves a combination of combating the sources of its depletion and tricking yourself into taking the first step. So in the case of social rejection, you're going to feel bad and not want to do much at all. But you need to confront the problem. Right. So with that, speaking about us and what we're dealing with now, our problem is that we are restricted to interacting with others, especially in large groups, only pretty much those that we're at home with. And I think that that looks different for us that are um, single and then those of you that might be in relationships, right? Those of us that have roommates and those of us that live alone, that looks different for everybody so it's really looking at that and really you know coming to terms with that like okay I'm isolated to a certain extent see I didn't think that I would have this big of a problem because I know myself to be an introvert I know I am but it's not just the fact that I'm even more restricted to be around people for me it's also the lack of control that I have as well and the fear of not yeah the fear of the unknown and it's not like oh I'm super super scared or whatever but it's really like well what is life going to look like after this like I'm not necessarily um embracing the process fully I don't think 
I'm, I'm, I'm taking it as it comes, but I'm not necessarily embracing it. But I'm, I'm worried about what's next. And that's something I've always been doing. Um, so they say that, you know, just confront that issue and be honest about that. And then secondly, they said that, you know, if you're not taking care of your body, do that. Take a personal inventory of things that need to change and start working on changing that. I will tell you this, y'all, like when I go outside to go walking and get a little exercise, got my headphones on, I'm not always in a great space, but I do it. And as I continue to do it, I'm, I'm letting off those endorphins, right? I'm, I'm, I'm breathing in that air. I'm, my mood is changing. My, my head is getting a little bit clearer. And then I come back in the house feeling a little better. So find a way to get out of those confines, uh, whether you're at home. And all I do is walk around my apartment complex. That's it, right? And then um, they talked about the decision-making part, right? So they said that when it comes to decision-making, it can often be difficult to manage every choice you will have to make because you don't always know when you'll have to make them which is true right so one way to get around this problem is to create a to-do list of decisions rather than tasks so that you know what needs to be decided and when and I never thought of that I'm gonna say that again one way to get around this problem is to create a to-do list of decisions rather than tasks so you'll know what needs to be decided and when. Split them up. Make sure you don't have too much to decide in one day and leave room for unknown decisions you may encounter as the day goes on. Don't forget to include small things like grocery shopping as you get stressed out all the as you can get stressed out all the same when you're trying to figure out what you should and what should and shouldn't end up in your refrigerator. And that's pretty much the end of that uh, article. But y'all, that article was 100% on point for me. Like, 100%. And for those of you that may be interested in, um, you know, just reading it a little bit more, um, it's called, How Can I Recharge My Depletion? How Can I Recharge My Depleted Motivation? Right? And it's by Lifehacker. Um... Y'all, this article helped me so much. It really just just helped me to clear um, some things up. Um, And I hope that it helped you guys to clear some things up. And just hope, I hope it helped put you, put some things into perspective for you. Because your girl been struggling with that. Like, really, that lack of motivation. And I'm not one to, to really try to stay in those spots for too long. But I've been in it for a little while. Like, I'm still functional. But I've still been been dealing with that lack of motivation and wanting just to stop everything and just just be. But I know that there is work to be done. And it's every day you're not going to feel it. Every day is not going to be dope. Every day is not going to be sunshine and freaking uh, white clouds. It's not going to be that. And I had to be honest with myself and be okay with that, but learn how to maneuver within that. And that goes for me trying to research different things and figure out what's going on, right? You don't always have to talk to other people about it. The information is out there. Not saying that all of it is good, but just use your discernment and see what you can identify with. So that's what I did. Um, And I hope that you guys got something out of it too. Um, 
please let me know how this blessed you, if this helped you, if it didn't. Um, I pray that the next one does. Um, But other than that, I hope you guys have an amazing week, a safe week, and be blessed.